0: All right, guys. What's going on? We've had a couple of busy days in the golf world, so um, wanted to jump on. You know, normally on this channel, I know if you're watching on YouTube, we do a lot of instruction, product reviews. But you, if you know, um, if you're listening to us on the podcast, you know that I talk a lot about growing the game and all that. That's that's what I do and why I do what I do. Right, as a PJ professional and a coach and all that, I, I want to see more people in the game. So, stuff like this does affect that. Um, and, uh, you know, crazy stuff going on. I, I'm not gonna give you a full rundown if you're not familiar with what's going on. Um, I would highly recommend, you know, you can search Twitter and all that, but No Laying Up did a great job of actually breaking this down, I think. Um, you know, they didn't come out right away and kind of put information out. They went and searched it out, it seems like. Um, but, quick recap for those that maybe don't know what's going on the PGA Tour and the PIF which is the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia they have essentially partnered together now i know it was reported that LIV and PGA Tour are merging that doesn't seem what is actually happening and actually this i i think seems like a bad deal for LIV in the long run um i think LIV is going to probably go away um and we'll talk more about that but essentially what's happening is the Saudi investment fund. I'll call it the PIF or PIF. Um, they are going to be investing in the PJ tour, becoming a partner, you know, so you're probably going to see them sponsoring stuff, their, their name all over the place. Uh, probably see event in Saudi Arabia and all that, which I don't hate that part. Um, we'll talk more about that, but, um, And all of that. So essentially they're getting a equity stake in this new venture, which is the PJ tour, the DP world tour, basically every golf tour that's out there, which that we got to see if that passes first through like antitrust and stuff. But, um, you know, we'll see. But anyway, um, that's essentially what's happened. All right. Now there will be a process for people that went to live to be able to come back. They will be continuing to live season and then they will be reevaluating or empiric, they said empirically uh, and analyzing uh, the live tour. So to me, what it sounds like is it's going to go away. They're going to look at it and say, Hey, this doesn't make sense as a business. And it, it really doesn't in its current form where they were talking about it going, that might be interesting with like teams and stuff like that. There was, it, there was, it was kind of a far out there concept, but it, it had maybe some possibilities if it had some money coming behind it, but Again, uh, it really, you start looking at this now and you realize the, the point of this all was never to have live be be a thing. And so l- let's start with, again, that's the really 30,000, that's probably the 100,000 foot summary there of what's going on. But let's talk a little bit about what I, how I feel about it. Um, you know, my thoughts, I've had some people ask and all that. And, uh, you know, I had to, I wanted to think about it first because I want to make sure I get all the information because... I was somebody I I've actually been kind of a supporter of the fact that live should be able to exist. Right. I think it in golf, I like seeing new things. I think golf needs to keep evolving and we can't be stuck like, oh, hey, let's play it the exact same way in, in the 1830s or 1860s, whenever. Um you know, golf has to evolve just like baseball did this year, right? Like they did a great job of pitch clocks, more, you know, bigger bases, more stealing, um, more hits because of shifting all of that. Right. Like to me, I've been watching a ton of baseball this year because the games only take like two, two hours and like 20 minutes. It's like, great. Um, You know, so I don't have to stay up all night and it's not super slow. So, I think that there's a merit that like things need to be changing. We need to look at that. And I think golf needs to adopt that. Like we can't keep having like five, six hour rounds. People aren't going to watch all day. And you know, all of that stuff. It, it's just, we have to adapt. And I think there's some things that we can do. So having live around to me was a good idea in terms of let's try new things. Let's see how they go. And you know what? I never really understood why PJ tour players, I get it a little bit in the terms of like, Hey, you can't go play this tour and that tour. But from like a sponsor's point of view, maybe like, all right, Hey, I don't want you playing here and, you know, messing with these sponsors, but then coming for But players kind of did that anyway, because they just wouldn't play. Right. And it just never kind of made sense that you could control them as independent contractors. So That part, I was always like, all right, you know, I don't like that. I think that was a bad idea. And it's kind of showing that it was in as we go through this further. But I wanted to see something different come about. Well... Today was, or yesterday was actually a really sad day for that because turns out nothing different is going to come about as far as growing the game. We're going to have the exact same game and we're hoping that it's good enough where people will want to play, people will grow and all of that. And all of these new ideas are basically just going to go away. And you know, all that, you know, and the worst part is you know, now if you have, there's this whole morality of the money thing, right? And I, I had mentioned this before too. For me, it, I never really thought of that part as an issue because both sides were doing it. PJ Tour is just doing it through a intermediary, whether it's, hey, we're going to take a sponsorship with this company, even though they do a ton of business in certain areas that have different moral standards. And I would say very bad moral standards mm-hmm. to what I would say, but You know, so it's like, all right, we're going to bash this because of the money and where it comes from. But then not this, you know, oh, because we do it and we do it this way. We just added a person in the middle like that just it didn't make sense to me. Right. So it never was like the morality part that way. It was like, all right, hey, there's money being thrown around. If I'm a player, I would probably want to go get it because at least I'm taking it and I can do good with it. Whereas now this money is actually getting invested. It's actually going to grow. So if you're worried about the morality of the money, that fund, with where that morality goes from is going to grow that it's now like 650 billion. It will be a trillion dollars after this. Like it's going to get more. The people that we don't want to have the money are going to get more of it. So that's, that's something there too. But again, not the main deal for me um, as we go for me, it's, You know, there's a chance for the game to grow. There was a chance for things to happen that make this game more interesting, more fun, cooler, appeal to a younger generation, which is what we need. And, you know, the the PGA Tour essentially just came in and said no. No this is like three, four years ago. They said, no, we don't want anything different. We're the PGA tour. We're the big boys. Nobody can keep, can touch us. And they had this very arrogant standoffish attitude about that. And so then that was when the PIF actually came to the PGA tour then and wanted to get in. And, And they could have said, you know what? Hey, we'll listen. We have some issues with you. They could have started a conversation with them about all of this. Like even if you have a morality issue, you could have started the conversation and they've shown that that never mattered. That never, ever mattered because of what they, they did today. Right? Like they, they showed that it does not matter where the money comes from. It's all about what we think we're the big dog and we don't need to listen to you. That's essentially what it was. And so, because of that, we're now in a very weird spot. And the tour is in a weird spot that I am actually kind of scared of where that can go. Like when you had Live, at least you still had the PGA Tour, right? Like if Liv's not good. PGA Tour, you're strong. You're still fine. You're still going to exist. Yeah, we're missing a couple of players. But honestly, it still was a great product. And you still had good things going on. We have Victor Hovland winning this last weekend, all that. Like it was a great tournament. You then now... You don't have live and you've taken the main investor and they are now an equity stakeholder. And what they did was they played Jay Monahan. They played that arrogant attitude that he had to a T. And then there's, you know, there's Jimmy Dunn, who I don't like a guy like that having so much power to negotiate behind like the player's back of a member organization. Um He able to go he started this talks and said, Yeah, this is something we should do and all that. That seems weird, but they basically the live tour got started. The PIF started the Live Tour to to eventually get to this. You know, they brought on Greg Norman. Greg Norman's wanting to do this tour. So then they went to Greg Norman. They basically used the idea that he wanted to create a tour against him. And they said, All right, we'll do it. We'll fund it. And so he started it. He got it going, got all this stuff going. He was all in on it. And, you know, because he didn't hear about this until right before they announced it. So he had no idea this is happening. None of the executives over there know what's going on. And so this is essentially the PIF just basically screwing the live people. Hey, we, we did this. We trust you to do it. And they trusted them for their money. Probably a bad decision. Wouldn't probably trust them. I, I don't know why the PJ tour is trusting them now. Well, I kind of do because they got backed in the corner, but Jay put himself in a spot where they are now doing business with people that do business like that. So what's to say they don't eventually just take over this thing and it becomes the Saudi tour, you know, that, that like, I honestly, that seems the most likely scenario going forward. You know, but anyway, they use this tour. They got to where, hey, we know they're gonna, we're gonna try to get their players. We know they're gonna be mad. This guy is super bullish about it. He's very arrogant about his tour. And when they come, when they deny these players to come, we're going to file an antitrust lawsuit. They do that. The fees have been racking up. Someone, someone's reporting 50 million a year, and that that affects how much money the players make as well. That comes out of their pocket because it's a member organization, right? So they are helping to fit that bill. Um it it starts that ball and this is going to go on for years. So in theory, this could cost 350-400 million dollars. And does the PGA Tour really have that sitting around? where it doesn't put them in a ridiculous spot, plus trying to pay bigger purses to match what Liv is doing so their players are happy to be able to get those sponsors more for their money because we're going to ask them for more to fit the bill on those bigger purses. Like They just put them in a bad corner and essentially use Liv to do that, so then what do they have to do? We have to come to an agreement with you guys to let you in because we're not going to be able to fight this battle, you know? It was already, I think uh, they said that Yasser, I, d- I don't rec- know his whole name. Um, I don't want to mispronounce it, but the head of the PIF, he, uh, was willing to spend upwards of $5 billion. He had that earmarked. So this is just a, a page in the book, $5 billion to spend on this, on this, this lawsuit. Like they had already set that aside, knowing we're going to spend that on this. And does the PGA tour have $5 billion to spend over the next? six seven years i don't think so i don't think so so um you know they made him have to do this they were playing chess jay monahan was he was kind of bullish and he's playing checkers or probably not even playing anything at this point um and he just got bullied into a spot where now the piff is in the door and they are now i I don't see how more money hey we're going to give more money we want more equity more equity and then all of a sudden it's just hey We're going to buy it. What's to stop that from happening one day where they just say, you know what? Hey, Jay, we're going to pay you $10 billion, you know, because that's that's nothing to what they're a trillion that this thing's going to become. And we just want you to sign over. Make this deal. This deal was made without anybody knowing. Now, it's got to go through approvals and stuff. We'll see what happens, but. You know, what happens? How do you stop that from happening? Is is what I'm worried about. And so that's where it gets kind of sad because now you learn that it's never was about growing the game. It never I think Greg Norman was all about that. Do I think Greg Norman's in the right? No, no, I think you you know what you learn is you gotta learn who you are working with and who you're doing business with. And if there's shady people out there, you gotta you gotta pay attention to that. But I think Greg Norman truly believed he wanted to, I think he wanted to to spite the PJ tour, but I do think he wanted to do something a little more um, globally with the game and bring the world together through golf a little more. I do think there was some of that, but at the end of the day, he tried to do it through means of where you just couldn't trust the people you're working with and that gets you. So he's going to be out sounds like, and uh, that's, that's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a tiny, tiny portion that you feel sad for him, tiny, like 0.1%, point, point right? So, because again, he kind of dug his own grave on that. But again, now that just shows the the PGA tour is getting in business with that, with that type of morale or that type of business tactics, right? Um, again, the morality part, and now the morality part is, is even more prevalent. To me, we start talking about morality, like, Yeah, I don't like certain things that are going on. But again, if the money is going around and like, hey, you can take it and use it for good. um, You know, there's something there. It's like, all right, hey, at least we can do that. Um, it's, It's impossible to avoid that money at this point is what we learned, too. It's like, you know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird thing. I I you know, tell you what, I do have a big problem with um, as somebody that, you know, nine 11 is a big deal to me. The PGA tour drew on that um, and tried to, they brought in an organization, the uh, you know, nine 11 families foundation, I'm not remembering their name correctly, but you know, and they basically use them to try to gain sympathy to protect their business. It was never about, you know, we actually feel this way. Because if they did, they wouldn't have done this. They would have done a different thing. They would have there there's other things they possibly could have done, but it really was all right, we want to try to stop this. We want to try to get people on our side. We're going to draw on one of the worst events that ever happened in this country, and one of the worst events in world history as well. Um it's it, it you know, we're gonna to try to, you know, save our face, basically. And we don't actually mean it. But we're going to draw on that, which is odd because of Jimmy Dunn and his story and who's the guy that brokered this deal. If you're not familiar with Jimmy Dunn, he brokered the deal. Um, he's just a financial guy. So I'd look his story up. But, you know, I, I guess if he's OK with it, it, you know, we all I guess it's hard not to say we all I don't know. I guess it, I still think it's kind of odd that that's what the, the path they try to do. And then they're going back on it. That's just not a good look. So. What happens now? Honestly, I don't know. Um, I think it's going to kind of look the same as it always has, just more money, different money behind it, which is kind of bad, I think, because I like the idea of change and growing the game. But I also wanted, uh, you know, I wanted there to be. You know, I, I like seeing players stand up what they believe in. I like people doing what they think's right. I think they should allow people to, you know, if other people want to go try another thing, that's fine. But now it's just everything's kind of coming together. I and mean, Everything's just kind of being forced down everybody's throat of like, this is how it's going to be. And so honestly, if I was Tiger, if I was Rory, I'd be talking right now. I'd be talking to Fowler. I'd be talking to, you know, Spieth. JT. I'd be talking to all those guys. You know, I talked a whole tour. I'd say, why don't we just go start a tour? That's honestly what I would do if I was them. They could go through. And and if it's truly not about the money, they could go through and all of those guys don't need the money, right? They're, they're playing for trophies. They're all very well off. They could go through and start a tour of like 40 guys, Right. And I think they could get enough interest because people actually want to watch them play. And if they played like some sort of series now, tiger's already doing this with his tomorrow golf league, which I think is awesome. Kudos to tiger. I'm excited to see that it's like simulator golf in a stadium. That's so cool. Kudos to him for thinking outside the box and doing something different, but start a league and, and start a new tour and go to all the players. Cause there's going to be players that can't do this, you know, and they got to say, yeah, we get it. But, When the time comes, we want you to come along. Will you come? Don't play for any money. Just play for trophies. Play for winning. Play who's going to win. And you can get sponsors to help fit the bills for like TV, fit the bills for, you know, you want a course, you want crowds, stuff like that, all that stuff. But maybe you can't do purses just yet. But then as it grows, as people realize, Hey, people watch this, people care about a Rory versus JT matchup. And it's not about the money. It's just, we want to see who wins. Then more money comes in. Now you can start having purses. And this is then when you can get the rest of the players to come and say, Hey, now we're kind of doing our tour and we're out of this ecosystem that is honestly just put us in a really, really bad spot. So there's, there's an idea too, as they go, um, you know, I would be interested. I've always said, I don't really, to me, it's, I just want to watch the best golf. I love watching golf. I want to watch the best golf. I've never like watched a live event and said, Oh wow, this guy's going to win 4 million in this event. I just like watching golf on good courses, competition, that stuff. It's interesting to me as somebody that plays and competes too, but, uh, you know, We'll see. It's just a very, very confusing, clouded time. I probably showed that through all these talks or these thoughts. It's like, man, what the heck is going on? You thought this was about grow the game. It turns out it's not. It's about let's just make as much money. Let's get in there and try to make much money and, you know, basically take over the game of golf. And uh, we got people at the top of the PGA Tour right now. I've never liked Monahan. He needs to go 100%. If he doesn't go, Tiger, Rory, start your own tour. Um but he's at the top now, and I've never liked him. I never thought he was about growing it. He just – he overtook what Fincham did. Fincham really did grow the PGA Tour with the help of Tiger, obviously. Um, but he grew it, and then Monaghan took it over, and he's essentially rode that acting like he's the big dog when he really didn't do much, in my opinion, to grow it. And uh he's now gotten played. So we'll see where it goes. It's going to be an interesting, you know, next – eight, nine, 10 months, maybe a year, and uh, we'll see what happens for the 24 season. But uh yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts, your comments, leave them down below if you're on YouTube or leave them in uh, the description on the podcast. And uh we'll see. Thanks, everybody for tuning in. Thanks for listening to me ramble. And uh let's hope the golf is uh, go play some more golf, I guess. If you're not interested in watching it, let's go play and get better. So we'll uh, be back to that here on the channel. Thanks for watching. Peace.